Imagine if it was easy to find and retain your dream client as a salon owner. Forest Salon Software is the all-in-one point-of-sale system for salons, spas, and clinics. With client and staff management and best-in-class reporting and a marketing suite, Forest touches every point of the salon experience to help salons find and retain their dream clients, increase client visit frequency, and increase their revenue. With over 9,000 salons globally partnering with Forest Salon Software to manage, market, and grow their business, as well as a team of local industry professionals here to support you, there has never been a better time to switch to a software partner that can grow with your business. Beauty Business and Beyond listeners who sign up for Forest will receive 50% off your setup fee, which will cover the cost of your data migration, system configuration and training, as well as 2,000 free SMS to use on SMS marketing campaigns of your choosing. Simply click the link in the show notes to take advantage of this generous offer. Forest Salon Software, together we grow. Welcome to the Beauty, Business and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen. I'm a skin therapist turned clinical educator turned multiple six-figure online business owner. I used to think that owning a business meant that you'd have a product or service, a website and an Instagram and just wait for the masses to flock. But little did I know. It wasn't until I started working with coaches and mentors that I learned there is so much more to it. On this podcast, you can expect to learn about mindset, marketing, strategies, and other fundamental business lessons that have helped me to generate over $500,000 of revenue in less than two years. Are you in my Facebook group? Every single day I post in there sharing even more gold nuggets of information to help you grow your business. To find it, search Beauty Business and Beyond on Facebook or head to the link in my show notes to get a direct link. So in any business, you're going to have busier periods and quieter periods. And that is just the nature of business. You might see a highlight reel of business owners posting that they've had, you know, 50K months, 100K months, even more. But let me tell you, that might not be what's happening all the time in their business. And this is what I want to dive into during this episode. So I've been in the industry for eight years this year. And it's crazy to me because I'm still seeing people complain about a recession. And I wanted to unpack that this episode because sometimes I think beauty therapists, beauty business owners, estheticians think that it's just localized to them. But I'm also, I guess, quote unquote, affected. But I wanted to explain to you what I do in these downtimes and why this is actually happening but also to why we're seeing more of it at the moment. So I have obviously been in the industry for a little bit, but I've had my business for two years now and I've seen the ebbs and flows of business. So I know when are my busier times and also when are my quieter times. So I'm no exception to the rule here, but the other day I was looking in a Facebook group. It was called Australian Small Businesses trying to look for some content ideas as I start to pivot my business to talk more about digital marketing, something that I'm so passionate about and I just didn't want to hold back with it anymore. And somebody was saying that they were really quiet in their business and they were struggling to make ends meet and they were thinking they were going to have to close their business. And I started to read through the comments because 
I thought we all do and there's always some juicy things in the comments section. And one lady commented, you're not alone. It's all of us at the moment. We're all struggling. It's because of this bloody recession. This comment was made 62 weeks ago. That's more than a year ago. So people now are freaking out about a recession, but people have been talking about it for a very long time now. And even to the point that I still remember when I first joined the beauty industry and was joining all the different Facebook communities here in Australia, and people were saying then, this is like ages ago, has anybody quiet in clinic? And people were saying, yeah, people just don't have money to spend at the moment. And at the end of the day, as business owners, you've got to make it happen for yourself and you've got to look at the opportunities and you have to learn how to market your business because having a business isn't as simple as, you know, selling a product, selling a service, having a website and having an Instagram and hoping for the best. You need to learn how to market your business because otherwise you're not going to stay relevant. You're not going to be front of mind. And then people aren't going to book in with you or spend money with you. Why do you think you constantly see ads for McDonald's on TV? They're a multi-billion dollar business worldwide. We drive past them like, I don't know, every kilometer or so, yet they're still doing advertising and it's because they want to stay relevant. They want to stay top of mind. And this is a mistake that I see so many other business owners make. So I want to chat to you today about what I do during economic downturns. Now, if it's one thing that I've learned in my business is that my busier periods sustain my quieter periods. In November last year, we had quite a busy month with Black Friday. And then in December, it was a little bit quiet. And then in January, it was a little bit quiet as well. But then it picked up again in February. And obviously, then we've had a quieter March again. Now, this is all intentional. So as I just said, we had a really big Black Friday. And then because my target market are all within the beauty industry, you guys are all busy during December. So I tend to wind down a little bit, which is nice. And then January, you guys tend to take some time off work and off your business because you've just had a crazy December. So that means my January is generally a little bit quiet as well. And then February kicked off and we had a $50,000 month, which was insane. Now that didn't come out of nowhere. We planned all of our February, all of our January, sorry, to make sure that we had a busy February and we've done the same this month. So we've had a quieter month this month. We've still done 42,000, which is awesome. But that is because I wanted to slow down and get ready for a busy April, which is exactly what I'm doing. Then we'll probably have a quieter May, but then we'll have a busy June and July and so it goes. And I make sure that those months where I'm busier, that I am planning for the next month. So it might be like busy, quiet, busy, quiet, busy, quiet. But I truly believe that because I'm in control of my marketing and the activity that I put out there, that I'm in control of my income. And if you don't think that, then girlfriend, we need to talk a little bit more one-on-one. But it really, you know, I've been in business for two years and I've seen this to be true. And not only that, I've spoken to people who've been in business for 10 years, for 20 years, and even 30 years, and they also are on the same opinion. So I'm going to share a couple of things that you can do during economic downturns. And these are things that have worked in my experience. And I wanted to also tap into the people who've been in business for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and ask their thoughts. And most of them said similar things to me. So I'm really excited to share this with you. So here in Australia at the moment, everybody is freaking out of a recession. 
I think what's actually happened is that there is a huge rental crisis at the moment. And if you are lucky enough to have found a rental, the rental prices are huge. And that is because the interest rates on mortgages have increased. Even my mortgage has gone from like $1,700 a month to $2,200 a month. So that's a considerable jump. But also cheap electricity is rising, uh, groceries are rising, and petrol has gone up. But also this is just what happens. Like I hate when people are always like, oh, the cost of living has gone up. Yeah, babes. Bread used to be 25 cents back in like the 50s. Now you're lucky if you pay bloody $4.50 for a loaf of bread. This is just what happens. Inflation is just a part of life. And we are in fortunate positions as business owners because we can actually meet that inflation. When you're an employee, your options are a little bit more limited. But when you're a business owner, you get to increase your prices to match that inflation. So if you're listening to this and you're a business owner complaining about the cost of living, increase your prices. I'm sure your supplies have gone up too. But the first thing that you actually should do is you should actually survey your audience. Now, I have done this multiple times over the years and I've just done it again in my business. And I literally just throw together a quick survey either on Typeform, Jotform or Google Forms and I just ask questions. For example, you know, what's your age? What do you do for work? You know, how often would you have beauty treatments? What is the number one beauty treatment you couldn't live without? Do you budget money aside for beauty treatments? What is your number one skin concern at the moment? How are you feeling stress-wise? Like you want to ask all the right questions so that you're getting the answers that you want so that you can later use that to create promotions, create sales, create services, and also for your marketing. I've just done that with my marketing pivot in my business. I've asked questions like, What's your biggest struggle? What do you think you need to do to, you know, grow your business? How do you feel about Instagram? Do you use a lead generator? What is a lead generator? What are you currently making a month in your business versus what do you want to make a month in your business? And all of these are giving me lots of data so that I actually have good questions and good answers so that I can create a product and a service that will appeal to that audience and additionally, have some good wording for my marketing. And I'll explain that in a minute. So the next thing is once you've surveyed your audience, try and get as many people as possible. If you are only getting 10 people, then that's not going to be too much. But you really want to try and get upwards of 50. And that just gave me an idea. I need to email out my survey (laughs) and post it in a few more groups just so I can get more data because at the moment I've only got about 10 and the more the merrier, right? Then what I'm going to go back and do is I'm going to create a product or a service that is going to be tailored to the people who answered my survey because the chances are if a couple of people have filled in the survey and feel that way, there's going to be more than one or two or three or four. So I'll be able to create something that is going to serve the masses. What I see business owners do wrong all the time is creating a promotion product or service that they think is good, but they don't actually know if it's what their audience needs. And when I say that, they're like, what do you mean? Like, well, you've got to find out what your audience needs, especially in an economic downturn. People are saying, oh, people don't have money. What I'm noticing is people might not be going and having microneedling or chemical peels or laser or more of those advanced treatments. But I know myself, 
I am going and having relaxation fluffy facials. I've got a fresh set of lashes on. I'm getting my nails done. I'm getting my hair done. So people are spending all money to feel and look good. And if you surveyed your audience, you would actually know that and you would skip from the mindset of being like nobody has money to actually people are spending money on different things at the moment. So I encourage you to one, work on your mindset around that and two, survey your audience so that you can actually create a promotion or a survey or product or service that will actually meet their needs. That is the key here. Then you can create your marketing plan. You've now surveyed your audience. You know exactly what they're struggling with, what they want, you know, how often they're coming in for treatments, what treatments they're having, their wants and their needs. So now you can actually use their words through that survey to create marketing assets. Now, what does that look like? That involves Instagram, social media tiles. It involves reels. It involves emails, TikToks if you're on TikTok, SMS. If you don't have a good SMS provider, look at Forest Software. They have given people who listen to this podcast 2,000 free SMSs, which, you know, who looks at their text messages when they get them? I definitely do. Or podcast or a Facebook group. There are so many different ways that you can market your products and services. It's just about looking for the opportunities for it. The next is you have to shop and sell more. I think this is a huge money mindset block for a lot of people. People get in the mindset of they're quiet, people don't have money to spend, and so I'm going to feel bad if I shop and sell more. But maybe the reason why you're quiet is because you're not selling. <laughs> Did you ever think about that? Maybe it's because you're not showing up on social media and selling the products and services that you have and rebooking people and selling products to people. Maybe that's the reason why. The next is to look at your profit margins. This is something that I'm about to do as well. Let me highlight that for myself because <laughs> I saw an expense taken out the other day that honestly, I was like, what the hell? I don't even remember that I was still paying for that. It was like something that I signed up for to help me with my YouTube like ages ago. And I was like, shit, I thought I canceled that and $30 came out. Whoops, better go back and look at that. So that's something I'm actually going to do myself today is I'm going to go back through my bank statements and have a look at everything I've spent in the past month and get rid of some unnecessary expenditure. Look at my profit margins like really properly to be like, what am I spending money on and what could I cut back on to increase my profit margins? And this comes down to knowing your numbers at the end of the day. And if you don't know your numbers, we also need to have another chat. The other thing is target new people. Oh, I think sometimes people like people don't have money to spend and they leave it at that. That's a bad money mindset to begin with because people do have money to spend. As I said, I got my nails done last Monday, $150. Got my lashes done yesterday, $80. Getting my hair done in like a couple of weeks, that was $80. Have I gotten anything else done? No, I don't think, but I bought some spray tan the other day too, like online, which was $30 in itself. So look for the people who are spending money. <laughs> I am, I think I found a place that I want to open up my skin clinic. And at first I was like, oh, I don't know, because there's no foot traffic. Then I thought, hold on, I'm not relying on foot traffic. I'm not. The area that it's in is quite bougie. And I'm going to be tapping into the real estates and the local Airbnbs and the local hotels and the local hairdresser, lash artist, nail tech, all of those people, because that's who I want to be targeting. There are people still out there spending money. That's who I want to be pairing with. And oh my gosh, that just gets me so freaking excited. And 
if you are just like simply attracting people who don't have money, like guess what? As a business owner, you're not going to have money either. So you've got to be smart about this. The other thing is get creative. Get creative about you know, the promotions that you're putting out to people rather than doing a discount, can you value add? The other day, somebody wanted to do a discount on their skin needling promotion and I was like, but you're complaining to me that you don't have money. (laughs) I said, why don't you actually value add? Why don't you do a facial with brows and charge more rather than doing a discount on your facial? I was like, why don't you package up this with this and charge $160? And I was like, how much would that be by itself? She's like, 170. I was like, well, together it looks like they're getting heaps, but it's around the same price. So get creative, but get creative on how you're actually going to grow your business. Can you do some business to business marketing? Can you go to a market or a conference or a wedding expo? Can you do some like Instagram lives for someone? Is your local shopping center doing something really cool that you can get involved with? How can you get in front of your ideal client's eyes? That's another thing I wanted to talk about. Your ideal client might not be your current target audience. And I'm definitely going through this in my business. My current target audience is lots of, you know, estheticians, beauty therapists, skin therapists, and beauty business owners, which is great. But I'm also wanting to target more online business owners. And so where can I find them? I've got to go looking for them. And work on your money mindset is the last one. As I said, like everybody has quiet periods in their business, but I'm not sitting here freaking the hell out because I haven't made money this month. I am like, but I had a big month last month. So that money that I made last month is going to sustain me through this month. Then I'll make money again next month and then I'll have a quieter month. Like it's about changing your money mindset. If I was busy all the time, I would be burnt out. Like after doing lots of work this month in my business, because I go from working in my business, to on my business, to in my business, to on my business. But the months that I work in my business, I actually get a little bit burnt out. And if I had to go at this pace all the time, I would not enjoy it. This is not why I started a business. I started a business so that I could travel when I wanted to, so I could do whatever I wanted to, so I could run my own schedule. And for that reason, I don't want to be busy all the time. I just want to make enough money to pay myself, pay my fiance and put money aside to create that generational wealth, baby. And I think this is the important thing. I think sometimes when people are like, I'm quiet at the moment, but did you not just have a busy Christmas or a busy January? Can you not sustain that financially for the next month or two so that you can, can create a marketing plan, create marketing assets to get you through the next slower periods so that you can have another busier period. It's all about the way that you manage your money mindset, manage your money, and also the way you implement your marketing too. And I think this is where a lot of people fall down. So lots of things to think about here. Let me know some of the key takeaways from this podcast. Send me a message on Instagram. If you aren't following me there already, go and Follow me at Skin Queen with three E's, but I want to know what is one thing from this episode that you are going to take away and implement into your business tomorrow. Can't wait to hear from you and I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll speak to you in a couple of days.